Who are the local hosts of News Radio 92.3? Andrew McKay combines his experience as a former teacher and producer of a nationally syndicated talk show host to get you the details on the stories others won't cover. Jenna Barr, after working in nonprofits dealing with human trafficking, Jenna's cheery attitude brings some pep to your day as she hosts the experts in different fields from Pensacola. Bobby Rossi shares his views of issues from his experience as an entrepreneur and entertainer. Get to know Andrew, Jenna, and Bobby better by listening. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Mainstay Financial. everybody you doing good katie i'm good i think we're good sunshine's out and we're yeah. gonna get a little feisty here in about two minutes oh Don't yeah laugh at me bob uh, i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing <laughs> with you right <laughs> yeah. you see when of you course. laugh nobody laughs at you they laugh That's with true. you you can just That's... turn it right around that is so <laughs> deep <laughs> <laughs> i'm anything but just ask my wife <laughs> He's cold-hearted, man. I'm just um, kidding. No, we're going to talk a little bit of about something. It's a it's a trending topic in the news. It so is. It is. It's very important to to cover, and I'm really glad you're bringing it up today. Hey, so, all a right. Teaser. So, Katie, what's our topic? Student loans. Student mm. loans. Student loan. What? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Yeah. Very interesting. You know, everybody take a deep breath. Yeah. And uh, okay, let's start the show the right way. Okay. You are listening to Bob and Katie with Alpha Star Wealth Management. And we are on the Pensacola Expert Panel here on News Radio 92.3 FM. I'm Bob Burgey, Senior Wealth Advisor at our shop located in the heart of Pensacola across the street from the infamous Jerry's Drive In. And uh, it's on the corner of Perry Avenue and Cervantes. Um, but we'd love to have you call in to the show today. Our number here at the show is 850-437-1620. Um, if you don't get a call in or a text in, you can call our office at 850-437-3127. But uh, I'm here, with, of course, with my daughter, Katie, and with our fabulous hostess, Jenna Barr. Morning. Morning. Yeah. All right. So, student loan forgiveness. Katie and I had a spirited conversation. I have my best conversations with my daughter on the way here in the morning. And it was really interesting this morning because we were talking about student loan forgiveness. And, of course, she's going to be a beneficiary of this legislation. And what am I going to be, Jenna? I'm going – Who? what did we say? There is no debt forgiveness, right? No. There's there's going to be beneficiaries, and then there's going to people who take responsibility. Yeah. And so eventually everybody will take responsibility. Does that make sense? Yes. Because yes. eventually somebody's going to have to foot the bill. Or we are continuing yeah. to spend money overall, right. which puts us into a... a 
in increases our deficit, right? And so eventually we have to pay that back. We have to do something. Yeah, I think it's, I, I think it's uh, an interesting piece of legislation right here and now when we're talking about, you know, this is part of the initials IRA. What does IRA stand for? Anybody? Individual retirement. No, Katie. What? It's the Inflation Reduction Act. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's right. what we're talking Sorry. about. IRA, Inflation Reduction yeah, I Act. Forgot that's what I got you. Called Bob. I'm so I got sorry. you all. Thank no, you. I, no I, actually, I, I haven't heard anybody call it the IRA. Well, I haven't heard them call it the IRA, but, but yeah, it, is it is the Inflation the Reduction Act. Okay, yeah. that's where I got IRA. All right, so. Um, but does it really do, reduce inflation? That's what I I I don't think so. And, like, I, and I'd love for, for people to, to weigh in on that. I'm just confused. So. <clears throat> you know, just to hop in right away as somebody who um, I didn't have the easiest life. And so I couldn't just go to college right away. I had to make changes. There are things that yes. were legalities that had to be done being discreet here yeah. on air. Parole. And then yeah. when I, yeah, right. <laughs> and then when I finally, that was after college, <laughs> that when I finally was able to start applying to another college, it was really difficult and kind of you know, humbling and disheartening at the same time when you don't get approved for different scholarships or loans or grants. And um, so you have to start paying out of pocket and making payments. And so you have somebody like me who I just got way too discouraged and decided, no, nope, I'll take a different direction, dropped out of college, started working and made a different path in life. Um, and thankfully I ended up here. So it's a great part of my journey, right? Mm -hmm. I'm very lucky, right. but there's other kids who they work their tails off. For instance, I saw a story on Facebook last night and this one mom, she was just, you could hear her tears behind her Facebook post and it was locally. She said that her daughter is in college. She worked her whole high school career to get good grades and have a high GPA and to apply to a good school, which she did get into one in Texas. She takes public transportation. She's on color guard. She works two jobs, two full-time jobs on top of going to school and right. staying on top of her regular classes, upkeeping her GPA, and she doesn't have any loans. And yeah. so you think about a kid like that, how is this gonna benefit her for doing all that hard work? Yeah, I well, this is not going to benefit because her. Because eventually right. something's going to have to increase, like tuition. Yeah. So it's so, going to come back and bite us. So, um, yeah, and, and again, you know, I think this is a generational thing. But maybe you're an old soul, Jenna, okay? But, you know, people like Katie, and Katie, you know, let's go ahead and get it out there. You're 33, mm -hmm. and you are, you know, in that in that group of people that we what do we call your your generation are we, are we, i don't well know. i think i'm millennial too a millennial too i know oh. i i millennial i think you what's are label. okay what's yeah, your you label okay. i don't think you're gen z yet no gen z okay is well way look younger than us and not gen x okay so look no. i'm a baby boomer all right yeah you are. and i'm proud of it but you know you know like your friend in texas you know, I worked all through school. I mean, and, and it wasn't just me. Everybody I knew had a job through yeah. school. That was how you made your dreams yeah. come true. Yeah, and I, I worked at UPS slinging boxes oh, from cool. 4.30 <laughs> p.m. till about 10 p.m. at night. 
um, greatest hard labor job I've ever had. And I mean, but it was, you know, I got home and man, did I sleep well, but I had school the next day and yes, I had student loans. I carried those student loans with me, you know, and after that I went to, went to uh, MBA school. I went to law school, student loans, got the grants that I could. Of course, grants you don't have to pay back. And, you know, I paid these back and I never could have even fathomed not having to pay them back. Mm. You know, it was, it was very important. Do you know what's interesting? Our last caller last week asked um, if student loans, uh, you know, ended at death. And the answer is they do. Mm-hmm. They're unsecured loans and there's no, uh, there's no recourse for the... Uh, for the uh, obligee, you know, the, whoever made the loan. There's sure. no recourse on an unsecured loan. The security is that you'll go out, get a job, and pay it back. And uh, so let me tell you about the conversation on the way in. Um, and maybe this is a little much, but it came from me, so you'll understand. I said something to the effect that student loans are very – I didn't use – did I use the word selfish? No, I, not selfish. self-serving. I, self-serving, self-serving, yes. So singular and purpose – you know, they are for your education so that you can better yourself, you know, get educated and, um, you know, hopefully get a good job, a better livelihood uh, because you secured a degree in the field, you know, and, you know, established your skill set along the way. But, you know, a leg up in that process was getting your degree. And so in, the, in that instance, you, you go out, you get you get a student loan. But that's for you. That's really for you. Yeah, you can say, oh, you went out, you got married, you know, you had kids and you provided for them. But I don't know of a loan that's more singular in purpose. You know, even a car loan, a mortgage, you know, that's that may be for your, you know, your family or your dog in your case, Katie, you know, or, right. you know, a car, you, you know, that's, you, you could argue that a car loan is, is pretty important to getting to your job. Um, but... You know, and and Katie, what did you argue? I said, I said to Katie, and you'll like this, Jenna. So you're saying that the student loan is the most honorable of loans, and what did you say? Definitely, yeah, without a doubt, it's the most honorable of loans. Well, yeah, I think it's tough to say that it's a selfish loan. I didn't say. I said <laughs> it's singular it in way. purpose and self. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know what I mean. It helps you. It helps you, and it'll follow you, you know, that, that education and that degree. You know, these, uh, you know what I heard? I heard these college degrees, they're, they're not transferable. You know, you can't give it to someone else, you know, to hang on right. their wall. You right. know what I mean? So it does help you. Let's let's be clear about that. But that goes on. You're, you go on to help yourself. You help other people. You, um, you know, you have, you have a family, and you can do better. But it starts with you. So... What is the word that used to precede student loans? Anybody? I bet a caller knows. Begins with a G. Guaranteed student loans. Okay, the underwriting for student loans. Do you know, let's talk about the barriers, the obstacles you run into in getting a student loan. Katie, can you comment on that? Your student loans. How difficult was that? For me, it wasn't that difficult, <laughs> but Jenna, Jenna said it was for oh, yeah. her. She it's had a really tough. Very difficult. 
um I, on it, it made me a tougher person, I'll tell you that much, but it, yeah. it also made me very cynical in wondering, you know, why do other people have it easier when, so pretty much like my parents grew up, they, they lived paycheck to paycheck. They did their best right. to try to send us to good schools. Um, and then, but it was, it was very tough. And then my dad finally got a good job for like a couple of years. And in the job, he realized there were discrepancies and he didn't like it. So he left. But at that time I was graduating high school and I needed to apply to college and all this other stuff. There was a whole bunch of stuff. Let me put it, uh, let me put it another way at that point in time in your life. And for you too, Katie, and for me, for that matter, you know, whatever, 40 years ago, what other loan could I have even possibly qualified for other than a student loan? I don't even... There's no There's no collateral, okay? Right. It's an unsecured loan. You don't have to show, you know, you, you, you don't no even credit. have to have a job <laughs> yeah. to get a student loan, okay? You You don't have to demonstrate does, your ability to pay it back. Co-sign? I mean, it's not like you no. have a co-signer. Okay, so that's the thing. That's what the number one argument is. That's what I'm trying to okay, say. It's, so if I didn't co-sign... Yeah for you know wally's loan to go to contractor school why should i my taxes be raised to that's my point okay that's That's my point so i'm going to i'm i'm gonna i'm getting to a, a another point here all right so i believe that they're the most easy it's the barriers to entry or the obstacles you face in getting a student loan i think the bar is set very low okay um, again, you don't even have to demonstrate cash flow, you, you, you know, and that's why they're deferred because the uh, the thought or the policy decision they've made on student loans is that you will not begin to pay them back until what you've secured that degree, right? Right. So there's an understanding there. We're going to let this slot. You know, you're you're going to get a little uh, what do you call it grace period before we start. Uh, charging interest and before you have to pay it back um, I think I think student loans are great I just want to say that but if they're so easy to secure student loans what does that allow the colleges and universities in this country to do well a couple of things raise their tuition yeah, absolutely costs, raise overall costs right. because they're like oh look you can get approved for one let's keep going up there are two sectors that over the last 20 years have doubled the average rate of inflation for the last 20 years one of them is what we just said it are you kidding me college education yes tuition costs no. the other one is health care health care yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, healthcare. So, of course. if Don't you get can, me started. if you can secure these student loans, and let's let's face it, most people that get a student loan, they get it. Hey, I want to go to college. You know, everybody else is going to college, right? I I need to get a student loan to be able to go there. You know, let's let's just say this: not everybody needs to go to college. Okay. Sorry, but not everybody. We, you know, there are there are trade schools. There are other uh, ways to make money. There are other paths to a terrific livelihood. Okay. But I know in my high school class, there was a total lift out and everybody went to college. You know, I think two or three people didn't because they went into the family business or something happened. You know what I mean? But everybody went to college. as well. Yes. You either go in the family business and not every family had the ability to pay. And certainly that that uh, recent high school graduate did not. So we all got student loans. And some of us, uh, some of us, uh, we all went to school. 
um, and I'd say most of us graduated, we paid back our student loans. So mm-hmm. here's here's where I'm going with this. If if we are if, if this is part of the Inflation Redu- Reduction Act, what is the difference between um, really a stimulus check in the amount of ten thousand dollars and student loan forgiveness in the amount of ten thousand dollars? There's not a huge difference, right? This almost looks like instead of an inflation reduction act, more of a economic stimulus act, you know, because. For all of these people that have suddenly had $10,000 forgiven, what do you think these people are going to go out and do? Do you think they're going to spend less? Or do you think... Nope. <laughs> what are you going to do, Katie? You just got $10,000 forgiven. By the way, there are, some, there are some qualifiers. There are some income thresholds. And I, I think for single filers, you have to make under $125,000. Uh, in annual income for married couple married couples 250,000 is the threshold so I think you know a lot yeah 250 quarter million dollars a year and you get the $10,000 student loan forgiveness yeah go ahead and comment yeah wow. <laughs> Jenna's looking at me like that's a lot of money yeah so you can make a quarter million a year and you get the $10,000 student loan forgiveness. I mean, there's um, a lot in that Inflation Reduction Act, too, by the way, where they're trying to like cut costs and it won't. Right. So this so, is just like a drop in the bucket. Exactly. Exactly. Again, you're listening to Bob and Katie with Alpha Star Wealth Management. We are on the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3. If, you, uh, if you'd like to call in and share your comments or even a story, a student loan story, um, please feel free to do so. Our number here is 850-437-1620. All right. So again, I, I think we've established it's a pretty easy loan to secure. I know at my when I was going through school, I never met any resistance in getting my student loans. And uh, again, they were unsecured loans, non-collateralized loans, and you had that deferment. Okay, here's another issue I have. We have had uh, 35 months now of student loan student loan payments being suspended. Student loan deferral, right, Katie? Yeah. Okay, 35 months. This started in March of 2020 when COVID hit, understandable, uh, after COVID, and I mean well after COVID. A year after COVID, maybe it was even 14, 16 months after COVID, we had the lowest unemployment that we've had. I mean, why were why were student loans and the, the payments thereof suspended even after that? I don't understand that. Um, now, we've had a rough year in 2022. The stock market has been very difficult, very trying. But part of this bill, this Inflation Reduction Act, is that even with this low unemployment, um, that uh, student loan payments will be suspended through the rest of the year. So that's nice as well. But it, So here we go, bringing this full circle. Um, And we've got a call from Mike, but I just wanted to make this point. At a time when we are raising interest rates to combat inflation, okay, we are forgiving student loan debt of $10,000. And by the way, that's $20,000 for Pell Grant holders, okay? If you have a Pell Grant, it's $20,000. 
And I just think that this is not going to help combat inflation in any sense of the word. Um, All right, we're going to go to Mike from Pensacola. Mike's on the phone. Mike, hello. Doing today. We're great. Hey, how are y'all doing today? We're great. How are you? Hey, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to throw a little bit in there. I kind of agree with Jen on the difficulty to get a student loan. My grandson, who finished high school with a 3.9, I think, got a couple scholarships, but he wanted to go to Alabama, Mm -hmm. so he applied for a student loan. Well, he was working, and he didn't get it. He couldn't qualify. His parents, who were longtime employed, uh, making over 100000 a year combined, they couldn't qualify. So Grandpa here in Pensacola actually <laughs> had to qualify just to get him a student loan. So now here I am, sixty-four years old, and the you, only thing you, I owe in the world you got a loan. Yeah, I got one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars student loan. No wow. kidding, one hundred and twenty-five. Yeah, well, he's about to finish out Alabama. Now. Okay, okay, university. Yeah, maybe it was the amount of the loan that kind of, you know carved him out of the approval process but uh no that's a wonderful thing you did and uh, or have done and that's a uh you know con- congratulations on the debt you're going to carry perhaps for the for the rest of your life grandfather <laughs> yeah. oh wow well, but uh what's he going to do Let, let's get to how you're going to get paid back i know yeah, he, i know you didn't i know you didn't make the loan but you're uh, an obligor yeah. on the on the loan and he's very sharp and smart. He went into computer programming, and, and I will um, imagine he will pay it all. You know, I don't really right. have any doubt he's very responsible. But it's just the idea of, I kind of agree with Jenna, it is not so easy because I was really reluctant to do yeah. that. But, I mean, you know, it's your grandson, and it's an opportunity of a lifetime, and, you know, so so we did it. But, yeah. but do you, know, you are right. Do you know, Mike, I've heard of student get- loans um, – you know, most of the time when I hear student loans in that range, I'm thinking med school, uh, vet school, you know, a lot of the uh, sciences uh, graduate programs. But that's a I mean, that's a pretty hefty loan. And uh, but you know what? I, you know, I've, you, you probably if you you were listening to the show, you already uh, you already yeah. got the good news. Um, uh, if, yeah. and, if and when you, you die, that, that's an unsecured loan. And um there's no recourse for, uh, um, you know, against your estate or your beneficiaries to to get that money back. So, um, but anyway, I do know there's there's um, there's stories on both sides as to the ability and and the ease of securing a student loan. But uh, apparently, he had a hard time, and he had someone. You know, he was fortunate to have someone in his life like you that would co-sign with him. That was pretty cool. Thank yeah. you, Mike, for calling in. Yes, this thanks, Mike, and thanks for listening. Yeah. Goodness, we're almost out of time. Wow. That was good. We might need to maybe next week talk about you know how what? we should save money to help fight you know, our own inflation in our pockets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're doing that. They're doing that by raising interest rates. But I just, I, I feel like there's not a whole, you know, even the student loan suspension for the last 35 months, and in addition to that, the student loan forgiveness it does not help inflation it is not part of the inflation reduction act even though it's in it all right hey thanks for listening listeners and we will talk to you next week have a great week